What's poppin', y'all? You're listening to the Babbling with Jazz podcast, where I, your host, Jasmine Charlie, hold nothing back while living and speaking my truth. I'm on a mission to inspiring those who need it and also having the important conversations on topics that people tend to overlook or avoid. So join me as I babble about this beautiful gift that we call life. What's poppin', what's poppin', family? Welcome back to another episode here on the Babbling with Jazz podcast with your favorite girl. Who's your favorite girl? Who's your favorite girl? Oh, me, Jasmine Charlie. Oh, okay. Okay. What's poppin' Babble fam? Um, I'm feeling really great right now. I'm so excited to answer these questions. I'm excited for this episode. Um, oh, also, before I'm just, y'all know I'm just jumping right into things. Um, and by the end of this episode, I'm going to announce the winners for the first ever Babbling with Jazz giveaway. <laughs> I'm hype. I'm a hype. I'm a hype. I'm so ready to answer these questions. But y'all know before I answer these questions, um, y'all know I got to babble. It's not the what what is the babbling with jazz podcast without your girl babbling. You feel me? Um, so uh as y'all can tell, um last week, or not even necessarily last week, but um last Sunday's episode, I was I was in my feelings, I was kind of hurt, I was very emotional, I was feeling some things. It was a true little event session, but I don't want to leave it just there. Um, as you guys heard in that episode, I was just frustrated and I was literally finna blackout and you guys should know by now, speaking is therapeutic for me. Um, getting whatever is on my heart off my chest through my mouth um, is very therapeutic for me. It's really what has changed and shaped my entire life. Um, so I, was, I wasn't tripping, but... I want to explain, I don't, I'm not going to go too, too in depth, but I want to, I want to share this revelation that God has further given me about that week, that situation, that day. And basically in a nutshell, y'all know, okay, in that moment I was frustrated and I was like, okay, I need to pull out my microphone and vent. But what God has shown me days later is that there, God is really just always protecting us, bro. And God wants to give us the fullness of our life like we know. So it's just like there are some things that to us and in our way and in our plan, it and if our plan or what we wanted to go doesn't go the way we wanted to go, then we tripping, then we pissed. And God is literally like, dude, are you leaning and trusting your plan or my plan? You feel me? So I feel like in that instant, Though my week last week wasn't the prettiest, God was just like, Jasmine, everything is coming together for your good, bro. Chill, relax. So yes, I'm gonna let you vent. I'm gonna let you let out let out your frustrations because that's what I want you to do. Because when it comes with me, when it comes with walking with me, not everything that's in my plan you're gonna like. So of course, I want you, I want you to tell me how bad it's pissing you off, how it's frustrating you, how bad you finna snap. I wanna hear that. I wanna hear it. Because I'm the one who wrote it. Tell me. Tell me all about it. But at the same time, submit to my plan. And when I just submitted to God's plan, you guys, I mean, he didn't blow my mind. He he literally, he literally gave me better and more than what I could have ever asked for in that moment than when I was tripping. You feel what I'm saying? So it's just like, with God, I can't lose. And I'm understanding that God is literally like, bro, we, we as people, family, Family, we as people, we really have to stop fighting the flow of God and just surrender and let him do what it do. Like literally when people just say go with the flow, I seriously mean go with the flow. Don't force anything because when you force something, it just, it just, mm -mm, it don't, it don't go the way that it needs to go. When you try to make things happen the way you want it. And sometimes we can let our emotions, we can let our drive, we can let whatever it is, our circumstances, we can let those be the factors and the things that gets in the way of the flow of life. But we can't let that happen. We can't let that happen. I don't care how you feel and let life flow how it needs to flow. Because when you go with the flow of life, the flow of God's way, Everything is going to come together even better than what you could have ever imagined. And that's what happened to me. Here I was tripping about how one of like my week and how I was really looking forward to to end my, my horrible week off on a good note. It didn't go the way I wanted to. But God said, Jazz, go with the flow of life and see what I got in store for you. And when I did that, God then blessed me with such an amazing day, such an amazing time, such an amazing perspective on life in, in itself. So it's just like, 
God is literally leading you to the best life, but you can stop the flow. And there are sometimes, sometimes them closed doors, them ended friendships, them ended relationships, them close, when you getting fired from your job, sometimes that is God kicking you and blocking you out from something. But instead of us thinking, I'm taking an ill, I'm taking a loss, I didn't take no loss, I took a lesson. And in that moment, that lesson was go with the flow of life. And stop trying to make your plan always happen for yourself. See, I get up on here and tell you how important it is to go with the, you know, to, to live the fullness of your life. But we are human. There are some moments where we naturally want things to go our way, especially when you've been on this walk for a minute. Some people, I'm not saying it was me. Well, I can't. Let me be honest. Mm, I don't know. I really, I honestly don't know. But I was going to say that some people get a little bit comfortable on this walk because now you've been, you've been doing, you've been taking the advice. You've been walking right, right? So you getting a little comfortable thinking you got it now. But at all times, you need to depend and lean on God. Not once should you get comfortable to the point where you think you could be calling the shots and that you know everything because you don't. And that's what God has. Jasmine, you don't know everything. Uh-uh, not today, not, not this week, not never. Lean on me and let me do what I want to do. Especially when it comes to you see God about to do something in your life. I think, and I was talking to my sis Tony about this. Shout out to you, Tony. I was talking to my sis Tony about this. It's like, it's, you see God about to do something. You see God about to bring you. I feel, you, I feel it in the atmosphere. I already done told y'all that October is the month of overflow. God is doing exceedingly and abundantly. I mean, I'm living in just overflow right now to, to the point where it's like, God, this isn't overwhelming, but it's overwhelming. Like, oh my God. Like, so we seriously need to envision what truly what it means to be in the season of overflow. People scream for the rooftop overflow, overflow, but do you truly know what it means? And are you able to withstand and hold the overflow? Because I promise you, God, and, and I was talking to my, I'm getting all over the place, but it's Babel time. I was talking to my homie Spence uh, yesterday. Shout out to Spence, aka David Keeling from the, what was the name of that episode? Y'all know the episode. The freaking, y'all know the episode, bro. I forget, I'm forgetting the name off the top of the dome right now. But I was talking to my homie Spence the other day, literally last night, and We were talking about like how we're so thankful that in our past seasons, we had to go through what we had to go through because if we did not, if I did not go through what I went through in the last season and other chapters in my life, I would not be able to withstand the overflow. This overflow would have wiped me out. This overflow would have wiped me out. So I'm here to tell you, whoever's in a process season right now, do not rush the process. I am the, I am literally here to tell you someone who went through the process and understand, and understand, as I will always say, your life is always going to be a process in a sense that in it, mm, I want to take that back. I'm saying in life, you're always going to be shifting and growing. It's a journey. Your life is always going to be a journey. But there are some seasons where you're going through the process. And the process isn't meant to take you out, but it's meant to build you. And because when God puts you in the, in that blessing season, when you're living in overflow, if you are not ready, if you did not, if you try to rush your process, this overflow season will take you out out i would not have the much much stamina the much clarity i do in this season of overflow if i did not submit to my process season and i know a lot of people are in the process and want to get out you're trying to compare your life right now to somebody else's prime right now you cannot do that you are on a life journey your own journey your only competition is yourself so you over here comparing with billy bob because billy bob and his grinding season but you don't know what billy bob had to do to get to that season that he's in right now you have no clue and i feel like it's some people like for instance not tooting my own horn but let me let me use myself as an example from the outside looking in you see the 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 the, the after effect you see the, okay, the magazine publishing, you see the streams, you see the fans from all over the world, but you don't know what God has to, had to do on the inside of me. You don't know what I had to go through to get to where I'm at. You don't know the sacrifice, the tears, the screams that I had to go through to get to this point. You have no clue. So you cannot compare yourself to me, to Billy Bob, to Beyonce, to Cardi B, to Jay-Z, to Bill Gates. You can't compare because you don't know what they had to do behind the scenes, bro. Ain't nobody going to try to tell you that, though. Ain't nobody going to really try to tell you that. So with me, man, I'm just learning, dude, like, 
it's a process and back to this tony situation when i was saying me and tony was just talking about it's just like what was i talking about with tony i'm getting her confused with the way i was talking with david it's just oh okay i remember thank you lord when i was talking about good sis tony yesterday it was like we see we we it's like when you know and you feel and you see what god is about to do and sometimes god gives us a glimpse right god's like okay um I'm about to take you to this place. So God gives you vision about where he's going to take you, his plans for you. Or even a person. He's like, okay, this could be a potential somebody. And sometimes we then, because God gives us a glimpse, God gives us a little tiny teensy weensy sneak peek. We then try to take it upon ourselves to get involved and do what it do. And God is like, bro, no. I would just give, I would just help being a little nice to you and giving you a little, a little tea, but I don't need you to come up in here and try to do what I already was going to do. Cause you don't know how to put things together. Like I can, can't nobody in this world and on this earth put things together. Like I can, I'm God, I'm alpha and omega been there, done that almighty. Can't nobody stop me. So can you get out of my way, please, and make me let things flow and put together how things come together? Do you know that I am the creator? So don't you think I'm going to create your best life perfectly? You really think that you know what's best for you better than I know what's best for you? Mind you that I created you. You don't even know what I put on the inside of you. I feel the presence of God. I'm going off right now. You don't even know what I put on the inside of you. But you want to tell me about yourself? I know you. I created you. I formed you. I created your purpose. I put them gifts inside of you. But you want to tell me how you want to call the shots and live this life and run this show? You want to tell me that? Really? You really think that you can live your best life your way without me? You really think that your thoughts, the way that you think things need to go is better than what I have planned for you? Ah, uh, okay. Okay. It's like God gives us a glimpse of things and sometimes we get overly excited, especially us women. Let's talk about it. Women, we're emotional. Ain't no fighting it, ain't no hiding it. We're emotional. Now God gives you gives you a glimpse of something or someone. You start, oh, I'm gonna do this, this, this. No, God is like, bro, no, can you chill and just go with the flow? I'm going to make everything come together how it needs to relax focus on your purpose focus on the assignment that i have called you to when you focus on your purpose everything shifts everything shifts how it needs to but no we get distracted because god gives us a glimpse of our future and we over here looking at the future now we now it's all embedded in our mind we can't stop thinking about it we can't stop thinking about god is like bro can you stop and pay attention to me please can you pay attention to the purpose the call i feel the presence of god up in this place who Jesus God is not playing y'all we our focus needs to be on purpose we gotta trust God to bring things together how it needs to be I promise you God will do it so when I just surrendered bro because in this in this aspect I had and I had all intentions for how I wanted my day to go and it did not go how I wanted my day to go. But then I, when I just surrendered and said, God, whatever, do what you do, God, because you do whatever you do best. And I surrendered and said, God, OK, here's another day. Do what you want to do. However you want this day to go, go. And when I tell you, God, then just float everything together so effortlessly. It's just like we as people, we want to take on so much baggage, so much work, so much load. When we have a God that's like, bro, I'm going to do it. I'm going to bring everything into fruition. I don't need your help. I just need you to focus on your purpose. I just need you to answer this assignment. I just need you to love thy neighbor. I need you to love thyself first. Do you feel what I'm saying right now? Do you really feel what I'm saying? That's what we need to be focusing on. And before I go into a, a whole, I'm, 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 I'm on fire right now. Y'all ain't going to cap with you. I'm on fire. Jasmine, Charlie, is on fire but i gotta get to these questions but just know it's the season of overflow god is not done with you are you going to submit to god and see what he has in store for you this month in the season what are you gonna do is that person is that thing is it worth you not living the fullness of your life is it it ain't bro it ain't god is doing overflow bro and i feel so many people are in a process season right now and you're mad 
You need to get happy. This is a blessing, bro. God loves you too much to take you to the promised land when you're not ready. And as much as you think you're ready, you don't know yourself like God know you. God knows you better than you know yourself. And why wouldn't you want to connect and build an intimate relationship with the one who knows you better than you know yourself? Y'all, when I tell you, when I started this spiritual walk with God, building an intimate relationship with him, and here I am thinking, I know this is Jasmine Charlie. I do this. I like this. I like doing this. This is who I am. Take it or leave it. And God said, uh-uh, I'm going to show you who I created you to be before I even formed you in your mother's room. I'm going to show you who I created you to be. And each and every single day, I'm like, God, wow, you are blowing me away. I thought I knew myself, but I didn't. God knew me, but I didn't truly understand. I didn't get that revelation of my true self until I spent time with my creator. We talk so much about my creator, my creator, the one who created us, but you're not going to let him create your life too. He's still creating each and every single day. Each and every single day has already been planned by him. Every day you need to wake up and say, God, lead me into whatever you need to want to lead me into today. Not my will, Lord, but yours. Each and every single day is already orchestrated by him. He already has things that he wants you to experience people. He wants you to see each and every single day. Stop playing with him. Stop playing with my best friend, y'all. Stop playing with him. He loves you. He wants to give you the, I feel the presence of God in this place. Who Jesus, let's get to these questions, bro. Let's, man, let's get to these questions. I'm, team me down, bro. Team me down, team me down, team me down, team me down. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Let's get into these questions, y'all. Without further ado, I'm so excited to answer this week's Ask Jazz questions. Let's get into it. All right, so first question here is, do you think it's possible or healthy to be emotionally involved with multiple people? My friends say it's not good to have a lot of guys as options and on my line but my thing is I gotta see how you're different from the rest um okay 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 so do I think it's possible or healthy to be emotionally involved with multiple people this is my two cents um I feel like okay I don't want to say it's impossible to be emotionally involved I think I think I like how you thank you for throwing in the healthy word I don't think it's healthy to be emotionally involved with multiple people first of all God tells us all the time that we need to guard our hearts so yeah I, I get what you're saying I'm trying to see how you different from the rest I'm trying to see how you coming because it is so many fish in the sea but my thing is it's like me me connecting with one person and seeing how you coming, that's already going to show me how you different from the rest. I don't need to talk to multiple people to understand, okay, you different from Billy Bob, but Billy Bob is different from Jake and J Jake is different from Jonathan. Like, nah, bruh. When I meet you and you come in how you come in, I'm going to just see, okay, you're different from the rest. I don't need multiple people to show, like, I don't need multiple people to compare you with because the way that you come in should already be enough. You get what I'm saying? It's, I guess it's, First, and I want to say for me, let me just say for me, it's not possible for me personally to be to be emo emotionally involved with multiple people. It's just simply not. It's it's simply not possible for me. But for some people, they are, it is. I don't know how, but that's just them. For somebody to know you on a deep emotional level like that, it's really an honor. So not everybody deserves that. And because I'm looking to see who is the best pick out of the bunch, me personally, as a woman, I know. And, and this is the thing, ladies, let me let me let me let me run game on y'all real quick. This is the thing. And let me and this is for fellas, too. God, you know, when people say I want to let me just say this. God never says this person is your husband or your wife. I know we always say the, the one God has for you. No, you see, God, God presents people in front of you. This is for ladies and gents. God presents people in front of you. We could take it back to Adam and Eve. God presented Eve in front of Adam. God didn't say, okay, Adam, here's Eve. This is her. This is the one I made for you. God presented Eve in front of Adam and Adam had to make that move and say, okay, I'm going to pursue this thing. And then Eve had to say, okay, I'm going to accept this chase. I'm going to let you chase me and capture me. 
You get what I'm saying? So as a woman, I know God is going to, and not just God, the devil going to present some people your way too. Cause some people ain't just truly aren't good for your soul. And understanding that you can emotionally be, um, build soul ties from somebody emotionally. It doesn't always have to be through sex, but people don't tell you that, but it's okay. Like I said, the soul, the relationship series is coming on the show. Um, but I don't, I feel like it's dangerous to emotionally get yourself attached to so many people because there's soul ties that can form. But like I was saying, God presents people in front of you and you choose and you have to make that decision. Okay. I like this person. I'm a, I'm a, if if I'm a man, I'm a pursuer. I'm a chase that thing. And if I'm a woman, if I'm, if, if, if God presents a man in front of me, it's like, is it, you know, are, are you, you know, are you interested in this? Us ladies, we have the best pick of them all because the man is the chase. The man chases us. We are, we, we, we women, we're the, we're the prize. We're the chase. So at the end of the day, it's up to us to say, okay, I see you chasing me and I'm gonna let you catch me or I'm good on that. Goodbye. We, we get, we, we, it's us. You get what I'm saying? So for you to say, um, you, you said, let me read it again. You said, I got to see, I got to see how you're different from the rest. It's going to come naturally. I believe you get what I'm saying. It's going to come naturally. I feel like you talking to some, and I'm not, I'm not, I'm not knocking down date, date around because that's cool, but you can date, but can, I'm, let's ask Babble fam. Can you date without, without emotions? Like, let's say I'm, I'm dating, I'm single. So I'm going on multiple dates with people, just, you know, seeing them out or whatever like that. I feel like you can do that without getting your emotions invested. You know what I'm saying? Because you're dating, you're trying to see it first. All I'm trying to say is I, me personally, I do think it's possible for some people, but for me, it's not. So I'm not going to sit here and say, oh yeah, girl, go ahead and do it. Me personally, from my own personal viewpoint, I don't want to be emotionally involved especially me i'm a big lover i don't got time to be crushing on so many freaking people uh-uh not my portion get out of my face dude it's like I, I i can't even if i like you it's hard for me to like multiple people at the same time for me i know for some people they could be stuck on that my thing is are you really liking them or are you lusting after them but that's a that's a whole different topic but um i just think for you, sis, do you, I mean, honestly, if, if that's what's floating your boat, I mean, but really ask yourself, because if one person now, if one of the many people that you're talking to hurt your feelings, then you're going to run off to the next person, then you're going to run off to the next person. But it's just like, if, if, if you can't, how would I explain this? You can't be tripping now if one of your, one of your options do something to you because you already got five or oh, I'm not saying five. You already got a lot on your line. If you get what I'm saying. So it's just like, I don't got time. I'm a busy person as is anyway. I don't got time to be having multiple multiple people on my line like that. I mean, yeah, we could be cool and friends, but when it comes to emotions, if you're looking for someone that is going to be your man, I feel like you talking to all these multiple multiple people at the same time, you're not able to give your full, complete focus to that one person. So you're only going to get a half-ass, half-ass perspe- perception from every person that you're talking to because your focus is on so many different people. But when you focus on one person, it's like you see them for who they truly are. You get clear. And then that's how you know if they're different from the rest. But how can you truly know that they're different from the rest when you got 50%, you got 20% on Jacob, you got 30% on Jonathan, you got 12% on, on Samuel. It's just like your focus isn't truly there. So how can you truly compare who is who? You get what I, Does that make sense, Babble fam? I hope it do because this question got me off the loop. But um, yeah, that's how I feel, bro. So that's my my two cents. Um, another question. Let me see. I got so many. Hmm. <laughs> I have here. Should vulnerability be freely given to people or earned? Ooh, Babble fam, what y'all think? I'm gonna give Babble fam a, a quick second to an, uh, answer this in their head. I think I know my answer. I do. So let me read one more time. Should vulnerability be freely given to people or earned? Me personally, I believe it should be earned, but I do believe that vulnerability, there are different degrees and levels to vulnerability. See, I see for me, let's say for instance, this podcast, I'm very vulnerable and transparent on this podcast, but I'm still telling you guys what I'm comfortable 
with sharing. There is still so much about me that you guys don't know. I Like from the outside looking in, it looks like I'm pouring out my whole life, which I am, but there is still so much to me that I have not spoke or will not speak about on this podcast. You get what I'm saying? So there's levels to vulnerability. And I think the levels are determined by the person who's being vulnerable. So it's like, I do believe there are some vulnerable, there are some parts of us that do need to be earned. I can't just tell you about my life story. I can't, I can't just tell you about certain parts of my childhood like that. Do Are you, some people, and I tell this, I will, always, I will always and forever say this, you are so amazing. You are a prize. You are a gem. So for someone to know you should be an honor, to someone to know core, core things about you is an honor. So don't take that lightly. You get what I'm saying? Don't take that lightly. So I think vulnerability, I think sometimes we confuse vulnerability with transparency though. I, I think vulnerability should be earned and you should only be vulnerable about people you can trust. But there's a difference between vulnerable and then transparent. Transparent, I'm telling you the truth as it is and I'm being just open and vocal about it. Vulnerability is I'm, I'm showing and expressing a part of me that I don't really necessarily need to express. I'm showing you a side of me and opening a side of me that truly not a lot of people see. But it's because I trust you. I trust that you can see me in this state and in this condition. You get what I'm saying? As compared to transparency, I'm just being blunt. Well, not blunt. Well, bluntness can be transparent. I'm just telling it like it is. I'm telling the truth how it is. Take it or leave it. So vulnerability, definitely, I just want to say, should be with shared with people that you can trust. And it is, and that goes to earn. You have to earn my trust to a degree. I tell people that when I first meet you, I give you the benefit of the doubt. I can't just let, because in past friendships, people didn't backstab me, lied on my name, that you gonna hold that same type of energy. So off bat, we are supposed to love one another and I'm gonna give you the benefit of the doubt and I'm gonna trust you. And if you break that trust, then okay, I just can't trust you. I, I revoke that access. But for you, I can't meet you and say, you gotta, you gotta work, you gotta work for my trust. I got you gotta work for me to trust. Mm-mm, that's, no. That's, that's not love, bro. It's, it's not. So I'm not going to do that. And I tell people this, when you meet somebody and you, you know, you trust them off bat, I'm not saying tell me your whole life story and see if they go, if you can trust them with that, but smart with the small things. I think we overlook as people. So the small key things that make and make or break relationships. You know what I'm saying? It's the small stuff, bro. Can you trust them to be on time or to communicate with you? Can you trust them that they're not like you tell them something small that's not that you really could care less about and see how they handle and take that information before you trust them with the big stuff. So to answer your question, for me, my personal opinion is I definitely believe that vulnerability should be earned. Not everyone deserves to see that vulnerable state of you. But then again, there are different degrees to vulnerability. And, but at the, at the end of the day, you're choosing whoever you're being vulnerable with, you're choosing that person to be vulnerable with. So at some point in a, in a nutshell, you technically have in your head said you've earned, you've in an essence been, you've earned this part of me. You've earned this side of me for it to be shown. You get what I'm saying? Because for you to say freely given, I don't want to just be vulnerable just about around anybody. I think for me, it got to be earned. But I am okay with being transparent and authentically who I am. But vulnerability, it's degrees to the thing. I can be vulnerable to one degree with one person, but a whole nother level with the next person. And I think the higher the degrees go, the deeper your vulnerability goes, I think there that definitely comes in with you have to earn it. Like you have to earn the more deep, vulnerable parts of who I am. I have another question. Jazz, what are some tips for balancing your personal life, work life, and school life? Who child. <laughs> what are some tips for balancing? Man, all I can say is my planner has been saving my life. Um, my planner in my room, I have like a whiteboard that's a calendar that saves my life. Writing things down. I have my Google Docs, um, my Gmail, my Google Calendar. That saves my life. Um, but honestly, it's really just about time management. 
Y'all, I'm in a season right now where it's just so much on my plate and my time is, is my time is always obviously precious, but it's even more valuable. And you remember I told you guys in last episode that um, God gave me the revelation to share to everyone that um, some for some people this season, your time is more valuable than ever in this season. So understanding being on top of your time and just making the sacrifices. So for me, it's like, okay, I go to class in this one particular day at these particular times. So what see where your loopholes at? See where you have free time at, where you where there's where you're not doing anything and what are you going to do instead during those times? Are you going to are you going to lollygag, chill, take your nap or are you going to get to work? Balance. And I'm not saying be work 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 driven, but definitely make some time in a schedule where you have time to set aside and get that mental health you get what I'm saying but for me balancing really just comes with being keen on my time but I have to I for me I have to physically I'm a visual learner I can't just say okay I can't just remember everything I have planned for myself for the day on the top of my head I need to write it down so that way I see okay I have the gap between 12 and 2 to do this so I'm gonna do that I'm gonna balance that so I have time to work on my schoolwork here I have time to work on my business here I have time to work on this there I have time to take a break and take a nap and eat because there's have been moments where I've been so busy to the point where your girl couldn't even have time to really sneak some food in her stomach you get what I'm saying and that's not healthy so it's really just being keen on your time I definitely would recommend getting a planner and looking at it firsthand and seeing what you got to do but also like I'm in a season now y'all I don't got time to be texting all all day long like some people be mad that I'm not, I'm not texting them and it's just like bro I'm busy so not wasting time I think for me tips for balancing my personal life is just making it a priority but um making it a priority to balance and just being on top of my time and being on a strict schedule it comes with self-discipline like you really have to self-discipline yourself like okay for this hour only is when I'm going to chill and watch TV and then I'm getting back to work. But if you even let it go back five, 10 minutes, that's cutting into your time because God only didn't give God only gives us 24 a day. So how are you going to make them 24 hours shake? You already losing like typically six is eight hours sleeping. So I keep it balanced by prayer too, and just operating out the Holy spirit because it can be a lot. It can be overwhelming and your girl do be wanting to have some mental breakdowns, but I'd be like, Lord God, Lord God, take the way and Holy Spirit. I just want to operate out of you. And then shoot, by the time when you operate out the Holy Spirit, when you done with your day, you look up and you're like, wow, I did a lot today. I can't believe I did X, Y, and Z today. Like it's all done. It's all finished. And it's like, yeah, because you were using the Holy Spirit. Who is your strength? Who is your guide? You get what I'm saying? And always just have a positive outlook on it with, with, with whatever you're doing. So how I balance my, how I balance, I can only really just say, plan it out, visual, like make it plain, get that calendar in your room, make, um, use your iPhone. If you have an iPhone, your calendar saves so much time. You're already on your phone anyway, set timers, set alerts to keep you on track and balance it, but just really be goal driven, plan out your day, plan out your week on Sundays is my self-care days and I plan out my week. I get focused on my week. Okay, what am I focusing on this week? What do I have planned for myself this week? And already like have this pep talk. If you don't plan out your week and you just start up and go, of course you're going to feel overwhelmed. Of course you're going to be like, okay, what am I doing? But planning things out ahead of time saves a lot. I'm going to answer one more question. I feel like me and my longtime best friend are growing apart. She hasn't done anything bad to me, but something feels off. I think it's because I'm committed to growth in my life and she isn't really focused on that right now. I don't know what to do. Whew. Um, so you feel like you and your best friend are drifting apart. Um, it happens, bro. It happens on our journey. I know like you were probably looking for like a big a big oh well it happens and I think this is the part of the journey that not a lot of us talk about but there are going to be some people who you just fall off with and it's not because the love wasn't there it's not because they weren't really a real friend or whatever but it's because it's the journey and there's some people who truly were there meant to be uh in in a in a for a seasonal person and now that their season in, in their in your life is up it's just time for it to be up. 
You know what I'm saying? And some people try to fight it. Some people try to keep seasonal people as lifelong people, but it is, it, it ain't that. So like you said, this feeling that you're feeling, it's, it's, it's the Holy Spirit. It's, it's God, it's, it's God telling you, yes, a shift, because let me tell you, if it wasn't, if there wasn't a shift, this person's time in your life wasn't up, you wouldn't be feeling how you're feeling and you wouldn't be writing to me talking about this. So th- it is true. And I know friendship breakups are the worst and it's not, it's not like you have to have necessarily a conversation with her about it. It's not necessarily like, like, hey, I feel like we're drifting apart. No, just just go with the flow. Like I said in the beginning of this episode, go with the flow. Go with the flow. There's some people who just naturally float out of my life. It's not like we had a conversation. I felt us growing apart. As much as it hurt, I didn't. I couldn't fight it. I just go with. I went with the flow. And it's to the point now. We don't talk every day. We barely text. But they be supporting me still. They still, you know, hit up, hit me up, you know, for whatever. If I see them, hey, what's up? But it's understanding like you were, you were an integral part in one chapter of my life, but I'm not in that chapter no more. You see, sis, God is doing some things on the inside of you. God is taking you places. God is molding you right now. So yes, this friend, and you said you, you, you're on a journey of growth right now. She's not really focused on that. And you, you have to understand that if you are committed to growth, God is obviously growing you. So now God has taken you to a new height, a new dimension, a new elevation. And of course, there's some people who are not going to be able to make it to that next level. It sounds so cliche because we hear it a lot, but it's true. So don't fight it. It hurts, I know, but just go with the flow and trust God and then pray that God sends you people that not can necessarily replace her, but who you need now in the season. I promise you, you're going to everything you need in each season you're going to have. You're going to have. So don't sweat it. Don't, don't, don't cry. Don't, don't, don't trip over it too much. But just understand this is a part of the journey. This is a part of the journey. It's still love. It's never bad blood. And just continue to let your friend know that you love her, that you're here for her. And if you're going to get busy or if you're going to do this and that, God is calling you to do this and that. And you just don't have time anymore to be with your friend no more. If you're just not feeling the energy, you're not feeling the vibe because the vibe that used to be there ain't there no more. Don't fight it. Just let it be. Just flow just flow. So these friendship things is going to happen relationships too. I promise you. Um, I could have swore up and down that my ex was going to be my husband back in the day. He isn't single, (laughs) but it's the truth. It's the truth. And I promise you God's going to give you clarity and understanding. And there's going to be a season in your life when you're like, God, thank you. Thank you for removing this person. Thank you for the people that you've placed in my life. Thank you for this. Thank you for that. So right now it may be uncomfortable, maybe weird, but it's okay. So you don't know what to do. This is what you need to do. Trust God and go with the flow of life. That's it. And that's all. All right, guys. So that's it for the questions today. Let's move on to our Bible breakdown. Welcome to the Bible Breakdown segment here on the Babbling with Jazz podcast. The Bible Breakdown segment is where we break down the Bible, whether it's a Bible verse, whether it's a character, or whether it's just a revelation I got from the Lord, so we can better understand this amazing book of life that literally is giving us the key to living our best life the true way. So you guys, I am pulling from James chapter one, verse five, and we're going to take it all the way to verse eight. Um, So fun fact, um, I really love the book of James. Um, I think one of my best friends name is James, aka J, aka Next Level New Bree, aka shout out, shout out to my I was gonna curse. Shout out to my boy Jay. Uh, he just dropped this dope EP, y'all. It's called Uncultured. I need y'all to go check it out. Um, I'm gonna probably drop it in the um, what you call it in the show notes. Now, I really don't be promoting people's music, but for real, Jay got some heat. He got some fire to him, and his like his lines just be like, wow. He's such a lyricist, and I love it. So shout shout out to you, Jay. I love you. So we pulling from the book of James. Um, what? Why do I love the book of James? I don't know. It's just so many just gems. I don't know. So James, fun fact, is uh, Jesus's brother. Um, what else can I say about James? Because it's been a little, little, little minute since I dug in the book of James. But 
this verse that I'm going to pull from is amazing. So this is from chapter one and let's start at verse five. I'm reading from NIV. So it starts off and says, if any of you lacks wisdom, you should ask God who gives generously to all without finding fault and it will be given to you. Whenever I read that verse, it always reminds me to revert back to understanding that I need to seek all answers from God himself, not tarot cards, not the stars, not the moon, but God himself, not always my friends. I need to seek him first. And if I seek him and then after God says, okay, now you talk to me, go talk to Cynthia, your best friend. Okay. Now Cynthia, I'm going to hit you up, but I need to treat God as my first response, not as my last resort. I think when we treat God as our first response, our situations in our life will be so much different than what it is because we went to him first and understand when it says, if any of you lacks wisdom, you should ask God who gives generously to all without finding fault. Wisdom is key. Wisdom is power. And if you're lacking in wisdom, God gives it to you generously without finding fault. If that is not a loving father, I don't know what is. He says, and it will be given to you. So I just pray right now, Lord God, I'm asking for more wisdom. And God, I'm praying over every ear that is tuned in right now under the sound of my voice. I pray that you give them wisdom, Lord God, not worldly wisdom, God, but your type of wisdom, kingdom wisdom, Lord God, the wisdom that breaks chains. We love you. We thank you. We worship you, God, Lord. I said Lord and God together. I said Lord, Lord, <laughs> hallelujah. But, um. Seriously, though, man, if any of you lacks wisdom, you should ask God, ask God, not Google, not Twitter, not IG, not what Facebook, not the Facebook timeline, but God. That's big. Let's move on to verse six. But when you ask, you must believe and not doubt. Let's stop there. But when you ask, you must believe and not doubt. What does that mean? It means if I'm asking God, I, and I believe, I believe what James was saying in this verse too, it was, he was also obviously talking about wisdom, but also talking about when we ask God for things anyway, any, any time in prayer. If I'm praying to God and say, God, I'm $300 short and I'm asking God, please bless me with some $300. I need to ask and believe that he's going to come through with it and not doubt that mm, maybe he will. So I'm asking, hopefully that he hears this. No, I'm asking because I know that if I ask, you're going to give, if it's in alignment with your will. So God, I'm asking in confidence. I'm asking and believing, believing. I'm asking with faith. I'm not asking out of fear and out of doubt. So that's what John, I mean, James is saying, but when you ask, you must believe and not doubt because the one who doubts is like a wave of the sea blown and tossed by the wind. Let's let that sink in because the one who doubts is like a wave of the sea blown and tossed by the wind, the wind. So when trials are coming, you blown and tossed away because you doubting Mm -mm, God needs somebody who's steadfast. God needs somebody who's sure of who he is. And God has came up and came out and shown up and showed out in your life so much, too much for you to be questioning or wondering if he's going to come through. Ask with faith right now. I want you to pause. What is it that you are hoping in God for? What is it that you want God to do in your life right now? I'm giving you five seconds. Ask him right now in faith. No doubt. You don't want to be like a wave of the sea blown and tossed by the wind when things hit you, when now deadlines are due, you got payments due and you, the winds are coming and you doubt, oh my God, no, don't let the pressure of this world or of this life shake your faith. Five seconds, let's go. Okay, I asked mine too. Um, so God is going to do that. God is going to do that. He heard you. He hears you. He hears all prayers. Now, now let's, let's, that's a whole different topic. Let's move on. Um, so seven, if that, per, that person should not expect to receive anything from the Lord, meaning if you are asking God something out of doubt and no faith, because we know doubt is the opposite of faith. 
that's showing how faith is so important, guys. Listen and watch those series of Crazy Faith by Transformation Church, please. It will bless your life. So seven is saying, James seven is saying that person should not expect to receive anything from the Lord. But such a person is double-minded and unstable in all they do. Do you understand? That person should not expect to receive anything to the Lord. Anything. Jesus. But it says, such a person is double-minded and unstable in all they do. I'm reading, I'm reading back at chapter, I mean, line five, because in line five, it said, if any of you lacks wisdom, you should ask God who gives generously to all without finding fault and it will be given to you. But when you ask, you must believe and not doubt because the one who doubts is like a wave of the sea blown and tossed away by the wind. That person should not expect to receive anything from the Lord. Such a person is double-minded and unstable in all they do. Cause okay. The one, the part in seven, when it says that person should not expect to receive anything from the Lord, it's crazy because in line five, it was so, talking about how God gives generously to all, to all, not just to black people, not just to white people, to all without finding fault and it will be given to you. Just ask God. But so it's James is literally telling us, bro, God is going to give you everything if you ask him. He gives generously. God is the best giver for he gave his only son for us. Come on to save the world. Hallelujah. Like God loves giving. He's a giver. That's why we're supposed to be givers too. But ain't nobody trying to talk about that. You're supposed to give to the poor, give to the need, give, give, give out of heart posture of love. Not because you give them because you want to reap something in return, but give because you genuinely want to help someone out. So the part that kind of got me was because it said how in line five, it says God gives generously, just acts for wisdom and without finding fault, he's going to give it to you. But then in seven, he says a person should not expect to receive anything from the Lord. That person, that person who doubts should not receive anything. So literally, can you imagine having doubt, aka lack of faith is the one thing that literally stops God from being a generous God to you because you're doubting him. This is why it's so important to draw close to the word because you, you need to understand who God is. God is like, Jazz, a lot of people know of me. Everybody knows there is a God out there. And if you don't by now, LOL, God exists. We know this. But do you know him? Like, do you truly know him? Because if you truly knew your God, you would not be afraid of the circumstances that you're put in. You would not be doubting. You would not be shaken. You would be confident because you know who your God is. You would not be afraid to get, get, get in front of his presence and ask him for some things, to deliver you from some things, to help you in your situations. You would not be afraid. You would have faith that he's going to do it because you know him. You know that he gives generously. But how would you know God gives generously if you did not read the book of James, if you do not know the word? You, you get what I'm saying? So that is it for Bible Breakdown. I just want us to understand that it's important, one, to understand that God gives generously, to understand the identity of God, but also understand that doubt can stop God from flowing in your life. Doubt, aka the opposite of faith. Well, the opposite of faith is fear, but I believe doubt and fear are intertwined because doubt is fear that it's not going to happen. You get what I'm saying? Ooh, you see how everything's all connected, just like we're all connected because we're all one body. Even though I've never met a person, I couldn't probably never met somebody a day in my life. My actions can literally make a fact can be a factor in their life. Can you imagine that? Can you imagine? So that's it for this week's episode, you guys. Oh, we're getting I was about I was finna close y'all. I was I was getting ready to close, but it's giveaway time. What the heck? So <laughs> what if I just close the episode? So, oh, forgot it. No giveaway. But no, seriously, guys. So it is giveaway time. Um, first and foremost, I want to say just shout out to everybody who joined and entered into this giveaway. It means so much to me that you entered the giveaway. I just can't believe I'm doing a freaking giveaway right now for my podcast. And I'm just so excited. Um, I'm so excited. This is There's going to be so many more. This is just the beginning, you guys. But I just, the amount of love that I've just received um, from 
from you know you guys I mean this show is just changing all of our lives and I love it this show means so much to me you guys mean so 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 much to me words cannot even explain so from the bottom of my heart thank you thank you thank you so there are four amazing winners for this giveaway so I'm going to start with who won fourth place now as I read the names for this giveaway you have a week to dm me on either twitter instagram no preferably instagram but you have four not four weeks you have one week to dm me if not your spot is going to be taken and another raffle is going to be drawn and look check this out this is i want this giveaway to be for the the true babble fam listeners if you are not listening to this episode i'm not gonna post this on the ig i think maybe on ig i'm gonna say uh giveaway winners listed in the episode but i'm not gonna yeah i'm not gonna post the winners on ig you literally have to listen to this episode and then you're going to find out who won. So you got a week. You have a week to DM me. If not, your spot goes up. So other Babble fam who may have not won this particular giveaway, there still might be a chance because, you know, if I don't hear from one of these four people, or maybe ooh, all four of these people, your spot is getting taken and somebody else is winning this amazing giveaway. So let's start with fourth place. Shout out to the winner underscore underscore maya d maya d congratulations you are the fourth place winner for the first ever babbling with jazz giveaway let's move on third place winner is music jukebox music jukebox shout out to you third place okay y'all we get it's getting close it's getting a little spicy oh my god i'm getting nervous i'm breaking a sweat okay we got second place Second place, we have C underscore Lene. <laughs> C underscore Lene, congratulations. You are the second place winner, baby girl. Then, y'all, the moment we have been waiting for. Oh my gosh, oh my gosh, oh my gosh. Who is the first place winner? <laughs> oh my god, drum roll, please. Are you, do you guys? Oh my gosh, it just deleted everything. But I think I'd already seen the name. But first place winner is official.diamond. Congratulations, official.diamond. You are the first place winner for the Babbling Witch Ads giveaway. Congratulations to all the winners. Like I said, y'all got a week now. Don't get too comfortable now. You listen, you got a week. You got a week. If I don't get no DM or no email from you, babblingwidgets at gmail.com, you claiming your prize, then it's over with your spot is getting up and somebody else will be picked so guys i just thank you guys so much um for everything from the bottom of my heart um i just want to end with this go with the flow let god do what it do best god is going to give you your best life but he can only do that if you let him give you your best life you can't be wanting your best life but trying to call the shots in your life let god do what he wants to do for you that's all i gotta say as i always say stay positive No, I say stay true to yourself, positive vibes only, and remain in alignment with the perfect will for your life, which is God's will. I love you forever, and ain't nothing you can do about it, period.